remember what I said. But the Holy Ghost bring it to me. Thank you, Jesus, because I didn't say it. It was the Holy Ghost. So, as the, I'm saying this, pain is trying to come up in my teeth again, coming in my gums again, because of what has not been allowed to Oh, the Bible says in the name of Jesus, we're going to kill this right now, that the word of God is clear. He says, I will restore unto you that which was destroyed. I will destroy I will restore that which was destroyed. The day itself is wicked. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for the healing in my body. I wonder what it would feel like just to know that all the bones in my body, hallelujah, are renewing right now. I wonder what it would feel like if all of the teeth in my my, my head didn't hurt anymore. I wonder what it would feel like for my gums to come back into a place. I wonder what it would feel like in the body, hallelujah, to ask if can these dry bones live and they come back together. I wonder what it would feel like, hallelujah, for my skin, hallelujah, to be perfect and in peace. I wonder what that would feel feel like in the name of Jesus. Give me the unction. Give me the unction. Give me the unction to be, do, and have all of these things made manifest right now. So what I was saying before was we put the onus on ourselves when we say that we don't believe or, or maybe that we don't have what we want because we haven't believed enough, that we don't have enough faith. And that is so juvenile because the Lord says in his word, you can have the faith the size of a mustard seed. A mustard seed can't even be seen with the natural eye without squinting. So the the, the, the power we underestimate in the mustard seed and we, we really keep walking around saying, I don't believe enough. I didn't hope enough. I didn't pray enough. We've been praying for decades. We've been hoping for decades. We've been fasting and praying for decades. So why still hasn't it come to pass? The Lord had to stop us. The Lord literally had to stop and, and, and really shake up the world so we could stop. Now, I'm not saying that he allowed, I'm not saying that he caused this sickness, but there are things that he allowed. And so we had to learn and relearn how to be still, how to sit down. And, and, and so we have to remember, we got to learn how to be with ourselves. We have to learn how to live with ourselves. And, and to understand what that means, you got to live with every decision that you made and every decision that you did make. And you have to remember that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And so sometimes it's not about the quality of your belief. Sometimes it's not about uh, 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 how powerful your faith are. Because it, even the Bible says uh, that, that the men of God, they died without receiving the promise. They knew what it was, but they didn't receive it. And so I declare and I decree, I am not going to be out here. I am not going to not live without, you know, I'm not leaving here without fulfilling the desire that I have and the, 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 the desire and the dreams that I have in my life. Because the Bible says, I will cause you to live your life as it were a dream. And so every single day, I'm thankful for the dream. That's why, that's the real reason why I say, you know, listen, everything I desire, I deserve. And I have it already because it's my desire. I can't even say the desire that I have without saying I have the desire already. I can't say that I'm rich and I give because I have it to give. Because guess what? I can't say that without saying that I have it. Have what? The riches. 
have what? The wealth. Have what? The power. I have the power. I know exactly where I want it to go. And I, it is not just for me, but it is to empower the lives of other people and their gifts, talents, and anointings that they have just as much as I do. To put them on a path of least resistance to get where they need to go in the sovereign will of God. So, it's not always about our lack of belief that isn't what we want. Is what we want always in front of us? Do you have wealth triggers? Or do you have things that you are strategically put in your life, in your eyeshot, that you can see? In this room, one, two, three, four, five places, I probably 10 that I'm not even cognizant of, lets me know I'm wealthy. I got an iPhone. I got an iPad. I, got a, I, I have a MacBook Pro. These things are not inexpensive. You know what I'm saying? And they're not expensive to me because I have these in every house that I have. So that I don't always have to worry about taking this on a plane or taking that on a plane or lugging this or lugging that. And all of the systems are together. Come on, Jesus. And I don't say it to brag. I say it to, I say it so that you can know how abundant God is and how much that he can give. And it is so incumbent. It's tremendous. It's, 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 um, uh, you have to get to a place where you understand that in no uncertain terms that the more you cannot take too much from God. So it's not about your faith. The more you take from him, the more abundant he becomes to you. But his abundance is absolutely endless. So I take the wheels off of God. I take God out of whatever parameters I put him in. And every time I ask him for something, he's like, well, how about double that? And how about double that? How about I double everything you tell me? So if I ask him for $100, he's trained me to say, ask me for more. Don't ask me for crumbs. Ask me for more. And the reason why you have these, and they're not even visions of grandeur. It is what it is. I don't have to boast about what I have. I don't have to show you pictures about my whole life. I don't need to give you snapshots. Because if I give you snapshots and I don't give you the rest of the story, I'm giving you something out of context. And anything out of context is in danger of being a lie and being deception. Come on, somebody. So... Uh, it's not about the believing and, and what he was saying uh, in my spirit is it's about devouring the word of God. And the more you partake the word of God, the more you become God, the more you become like him, the more you're able to speak a word and his servant shall be here, Wayne. You'll be able to speak a word and tell him, get out of the hospital and he'll walk out of the hospital and you won't think anything of it. How do I know? We did it to Belinda. We did it to Bettina. And it's not that any man should boast, but that the glory of God be revealed through us. Let God be God through today. God be you through me. Oh God, may I be the ultimate expression of whatever it is you need to get through right now in the name of Jesus. Arrest anything and everything that is unlike you so that I can move in the direction that you want me to go, the trajectory that you have planned for me to prosper me and give me an expected end. 
give me what I need to have all that. I call in every resource. I call in everything I want, need, everything pertaining to this matter. I call it in and oh, by the way, I remember you already gave it to me. So I can walk into rooms and I'm able to get on a hot seat and I'm able to say, this is what I went through. This is how I overcame this. I'm in this business right now. I have a couple of clients that are paying me three and four and $5,000, you know, for one shot. This is not even long-term stuff for me being able to sit down and walk them through the process of where they need and want to be. I'm able to say that and I'm able to say it with integrity. I'm able to say it with power. I'm able to say it with, with, with might and with clarity in the mighty name of Jesus. And people, the people, my God, the people who come to me are the people who gravitate towards what I'm saying and what I'm doing. And I don't think about, I, I don't second guess. What I do know is that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And in liberty, there's freedom. And where there's freedom, there's options. And when people do not execute the option to get close to, to get to know those things that are not of God, then I don't need to be in that room. I go in rooms of influence and of power and of grace. And when I see people not interacting with one another, when I see that, I, I shut it down immediately. And doesn't, it doesn't matter to me how much money you paid me. The money where I'm going is abundant. So the more word I was saying that when you get more into the word, you become that word. Remember, you are what you eat from when we were kids. When you devour the word, you become that word. Ah, oh, Jesus. Come here, Bruce Lee. When, when, when water can either crash or it can, it can flow. But whatever water is, whatever you pour it into, it becomes the bowl. It becomes the glass. It becomes whatever mold you put it in. So you got to be like water. You got to go with the flow or you got to crash that mother father. You got to go with the flow. Right? Understand. In the great words of Kobe Bryant, the words of the great Kobe Bryant, you know, there is no, there is no I in team, but there's an M and an E in that mother father and I'm going to get it. Let's get this right now. So as a team God, I recognize that me is in it. (laughs) That's not grammatically correct, but it is correct if you know what I'm saying. So Lord, as a team, I'm a collaborator with you and in you and by you, oh Father, am I healed and am I sanctified in Jesus' name. I declare and I decree that all I have needed, it is thy hand that has made the provision. I thank you for your great faithfulness. I thank you for you being Lord. I thank you, God, for fixing all of this in my favor. Amen, amen, amen. So become the word. You are a vessel. In the name of Jesus, you are a vessel. You are a vessel. 
You are a vessel. He said, do you not know that you are the living temple? What is a temple? It's a vessel. It's a vessel that the power go into and out of. The power is the people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, we, we got it right. The people, hallelujah, not the insurrectionists, but the ones who protest, they understand. Oh, my God. What does the word protest even mean? Hallelujah. That something comes before the test. Ha, God. You got to be able to put the word to the test. I stand in protest today of the word of God. Hallelujah. Which meaning, hallelujah, I'm not tempting the Lord thy God, but I am provoking the Lord thy God. I am provoking the word of God. I am invoking the word of God. Hallelujah. To come into my life. And I revoke the word of the enemy. I revoke every ugly word over your life. I revoke the power of the enemy from over your life in the name of Jesus. That we might be able to move forward in the sovereign will of God. That our answers might be yes and amen. That the Father is glorified. So right now, we provoke the word of God to be activated in our life, to show such tremendous and magnificent power today, all day, not just sometime today, but all day today. Never mind, oh, Shando. He said, you got you to gotta collapse time. You got to be able to say, no, it's not someday, it's today. And not sometime today, but all day today. Right now. So let the power of the Lord be provoked in your life to the extent that you will know forever that he is God. Every word that I've written in my journal, it is a fundamental truth. It is a fact. Those things, those things, those things that you have desired of the Lord, they already are. I provoke the word of God to move in my life as it is written. Hallelujah. That you shall have the desires of your heart when you believe. When you believe that you have received them in your heart, you shall have them. And then when you pray unto the Lord, having believed what you have asked for, then you shall receive it in Jesus' name. First of all, I'm not asking, I'm proclaiming, I'm declaring, I'm decreeing it to be so in the name of Jesus. That is what moving the mountain is, is talking to it, speaking to it, telling it where to go. Crash, oh God. And sometimes there's some devils you got to tell or go to hell. Oh my God. There's some situations you got to tell or go to hell. You got to take, there's some things in your life. Tell that pain, you got to go to hell. Tell that upset, you got to go to hell. Tell that degradation, you got to cease and desist order. Hallelujah. And go back to wherever the hell it is it came from. And you release yourself from that offense. You release yourself from those things. And we learn how to do those things, but we don't teach our people how to master them. We teach them to become masters at listening, masters at hooping, masters at hearing, not doing, masters at coming to the program, coming and tuning in. Hallelujah. But we don't teach you to turn up. We don't teach you how to master your finances. We don't teach you and, and, and to do it without being brutal to the spirit of that man. We have to be able to empower one another that even if we're in error or if we're in lack of anything, the Bible says that if you lack anything, let you let the man of God, the woman of God, the people of God, let them ask God. And then we come up with dumb things that say, don't ask God no questions. 
Don't question God. Are you crazy? Where does it say that in the Bible? Where does it say that in the Bible? He said, if you lack wisdom, ask God. You have desires because, oh, Jesus, you don't ask questions or questions are not provoked unless there's an inner desire to move forward in the will of God. Hallelujah. If, we, if we're not to ask God anything, why would he tell us men ought always to pray? Praying is a conversation. And I don't know how many conversations that you've had, but do you have any conversation without asking questions? That's what it means by come, let us reason together. So instead of people getting mad, if they 99.999% of arguments could have been completely avoided if people would have humbled themselves and had conversations with one another and not admonishing and pushing people like the devils that they are to go and to, to have the nerve the unmitigated gall to position yourself so highly that you so holy you can't have a conversation with somebody who also occupies a body. You got to call out demonic things that are out of order. The first thing, the elementary thing that you see about a demon is that it acts out of order. And there's only two things that you can do with things that are out of order. Excuse me, three things that you can do with things that are out of order. Either you fix them, you upgrade them, or you get rid of it altogether. And the church has been put in a position where it has to take on the persona of the pastor. Oh, yes, rather than the power and the spirit of the living God. So we now worship a man who is a man of God rather than worshiping the God that is in him. Or at least should be. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So the word of God provoke the word of God. Uh, They're teaching over at 911. Uh, give God his word back. And then when the enemy comes, give the enemy the word of God. Yeah, you're going to get tripped up sometimes. Eve, exhibit A. But let me say something to you. Nothing beats a fail but a try. Because what all Eve did and allowed to happen, I'm going to tell you this. She was still deceived. She she was deceived, but she still knew the word of God. That's what the Bible says. Lean not to your own understanding. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, every word that we know at the testimony of Eve or by reason of what Eve uh, experienced, let us be able to take in the word with the full gamut of your uh, understanding the way you meant it to be. When we ingest that word, let us lean to your understanding. See, the only reason why Eve leaned in was because she saw a perspective that she didn't see before. 
and thought it was God and it wasn't. That's a whole nother lesson. But let us receive the fullness of your word and let us let us experience what you mean the word to be so we'll never forget it. So, for example, if you say unto us, I have given to you all things pertaining to life and to godliness. And we put in front of you, what does this look like as a prophetic overlay in my business? What does that look like? Manifest that for me so that I'll know what that means. So that I'll know how to carry it. Every step of the way, I want you to do that. And I know that you'll do that. I know know that I'm well within my rights to do it. Because the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. But what happens when you come in agreement with that word? And you begin to say, Lord... I want you to order my steps in this direction according to your word as a prophetic overlay in my business. I want to see, in other words, the manifestation of this word the way you want it to be so that I can get in with the flow. Because when I see it in operation, oh, I felt the Holy Ghost just then. When I see it in operation, I can move in full power because you've allowed me to see it, meaning that you have empowered me to carry it through. When you become the word of God. Oh, thank you, Lord. There's an actor, I forgot his name, but he had died. And he came back and he says, let me tell you something. Over there, as it is in heaven, let it be so now on earth. He says, over there, once you receive the truth, Gary Busey is his name. You become the truth. So spirit of the living God. We have been taught your word. We have studied your word. Make us one with your word. Mm. I wonder what it would be like to be the word made manifest. I wonder what it would be like To know that every word that I've spoken, that's written on these boards, the vision that I see, I wonder what it would be like to become the words that we speak made manifest. I saw something so crazy yesterday and I don't even think, he probably knows, I don't know, but I put in the chat, I said, look at him manifesting all like that. Because when this boy didn't have money, what he did was he had a green screen and he projected his uh, Facebook business um, back office. And what he did was he projected it on the green screen. Now he's sitting 
in a multi-million dollar studio that he built or redesigned. And it actually does have world-class, top-of-the-line, 8K-grade monitors. You didn't hear what I said. He went from a green screen to having his own office where he can have all of that installed instead of a green screen. Saying, in essence, you do what you can until you can do better. But that boy who had that green screen probably had no clue that he would be able to build that in less than a month. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to quickly become the words that you have put before us to learn and to study so that when we speak words of power, like I am consistent and committed, I am divine compensation incarnate, when we begin to say those things, we begin to dismantle the mountains that are in our lives. We now release everyone in the mighty name of Jesus over our lives who have ever done us wrong, even as a result of doing the best that they could, sometimes doing the best that you could without being remorseful. Or whether you're remorseful or not doesn't change the damage. And so now, God, we will... Now we release ourselves from the damage. We release ourselves from being offended at what we thought they should be and what they should do. and what. Listen, that's not going to change anything. But what can change is Father, now I know that in releasing them, I release me. And I release myself into your care. And I allow you to be God. I'm going to obey you when you say forgive them. I'm going to obey you when it says pray for them. I'm going to obey you when you say love them that hate you. I am going to believe you. I am going to execute your word. I am going to do, I am doing what you said. I have done what you said. I will continue to do what you said concerning my enemy because in the name of Jesus, you already identify that I know my people because they hear my voice and they will not, they will not. It's not that they're incapable. They refuse to hear the voice of anything other than God. That's why I don't call you back. That's why I don't heed your call because you're not calling me from a God place. You're calling me from a place of arrogance and arrogance of my God. Arrogance is confidence without grace and without God. You don't have it. Leader, allegedly. There are a lot of leader, allegedly. And everyone has come through this life with some sort of pain, with some sort of shortcoming, with some sort of evil, hallelujah, having across them that allow, they allow unknowingly to be a part of them. And that's why you forgive them because they don't know. And if they do know and they don't do anything about it, then they are in a sunken place. Come on, Jesus. And I don't care if they can, they can preach the horns off a billy goat. If they don't have love in their heart, if they don't know how to make situations right, if they don't know how to open up their mouth, then guess what? They're not leaders. 
So, Father, in the name of God, um, I pray that we become one with your word and that we we don't judge ourselves harshly because you ain't even judging us right now. Matter of fact, the Holy Ghost said, listen, there's a thing called a day of judgment. We sit and we criticize people. We, we've been criticizing people for the last 30 years. God says there's a day of judgment. So even he's not judging us. We release ourselves from purging ourselves out of our own life. Now that's Holy Ghost because I, I don't even know what that means. Forgive us for purging ourselves out of our own lives. For imprisoning ourselves from the life of the lap of luxury that we so earnestly want. And guess what? I have a right to want more. I have a right to want to live in a decent place, in a decent community. In a place where I can steal away, where I can close the door and I don't have to think about your foolishness. I have a right to want more than what I already have. So I've been talking for a minute. I just wanted to say that. How long I've been talking? 20 minutes? In the name of Jesus. So just remember that everything that we've talked about is already in the spirit realm. It's already creating a life of its own. And because we're speaking well of God, because we're speaking well of his spirit, because we're speaking well of the situations that we've gone through, even the ugly ones, you have to learn, like David says, to take and find with us, you know, the the lessons, the love, uh, the life, the lessons and the love, the light, the lessons and the love from that. That's all we're taking with us. Just like the undercover billionaire, you got to understand that if you can do it in one area and you lose it all, the thing that you can tell, oh yeah, there's that movie Ghost again, that the love that you have, you take it with you. And if what you want is rooted in love, if what you want, I want to be in that place in Charlotte, in that place in Brooklyn, because I know that they are jewelry boxes in the sky. I know that they are properties that speak to the luxury, the opulence, the grace, the power of God to be able to take a little girl from Bedford-Stuyvesant and Flatbush and to put her up in high places so that if he can take me from there to here, from, from here to there, then so be it. So that when I go live and in action, when I go and I'm able to speak, when I go and I'm able to move, breathe, and have my being in God, then I'm able to say, you know what, God? The Lord did it. I know some things, but I will never be arrogant about the things that I know because I know at any given moment, all of that can be taken away from me. All of it. And so I don't boast and what I have, I boast in who I am and what I've, what I've overcome. I boast in what I've overcome. So you always tell the story repeatedly. This is where I came from. 
I tell you the story that I spent 15 years being somewhere that I didn't want to go. I spent 15 years being in shame because of what I didn't know. Instead of embracing the fact that there's something that I don't know and asking every single day, Lord, show me the truth that already is. Show me the me that I need to see that needs to grow or needs to go. And when I began asking questions like that and and not even asking questions, but provoking a response from God, when I invoked the word of God and I provoked the word of God to begin to start taking action in my life, that's when things started moving very fast. It started moving when I started going together and meshing myself and attaching myself to the prophetic, not who it is, but where it's coming from. Unbeknownst to me. I was able to see past what I saw and get what I needed to from God. I was able when I began to say, I need to be around people who got Holy Ghost. I need to be around people who are not afraid to talk about money. I need to be around people who are not stingy about what they have. That's another spirit as well. I want to help people help themselves. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk about it. Every now and again, they say something stupid. But guess what? At the end of the day, we all kind of crazy. So I want us to know forever. These conversations that I'm having, I want you to get this and to know this. That the power of God is in you. And it's all around. Oh, my God. He's saying release this. I don't know who this is for. But you need to know that greater is he that is in you. And you need to stop living down to your level and up-level your finances, up-level your entire life. I'm not just going to put it on finances. I say in finances because I'm an American, praise God. And this is a capitalistic society. But the environment that I live in or where I was born has no bearing on who I am in the eyes of God. And that means whether you drop me in the middle of Timbuktu with $5, which means nothing to them. If I have my brain share, if I have the talents, if I remain who I am in God, and, and that's it, you should always attain to be a greater version of yourself every moment that you live. I should be greater than I am than when I was when I woke up because there has been revelation given to me in these few hours of this day. But you got to know that when you begin to take on the mantle of the word of God and to become that word and to live as God to the extent that whatever you say, there are people in the world, do you know that they say things and then it just happens? Because they are leveled up in the word of the power of God. Where's your power? Things start moving when you start saying the right thing. And I've always known that life is like a, a, a not a box of chocolates, but it is like, <laughs> I'm thinking about chocolate at seven o'clock in the morning, um, that the word of God um becomes made manifest where it is like uh, an Alibaba or an Abracadabra. There are words that you say in your life that once you start activating them, once you start saying, asking questions like, or making declarations like, I wonder what it would be if. Man, I wonder if, and let me tell you something. 
and, and most of you might not like it. It is what it is. And you can't judge me or you can't judge anybody else. You misjudge yourself all the time. So you think you have permission to judge me and you do not. So what I'm saying is, um, you know, I was in a situation. I needed to get some money. I did, you know, and I was not going to resort to beating old women in their head. Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson for his role uh, in, what is it? Jungle Fever. But, you know, I said, you know, this is the only way that I know how to do it. I got a few dollars and let me do what I need to do. Lord, forgive me. Cause you know, when I get what I got, I'm putting some people on. Right. And I had said this prayer. It wasn't even a prayer. It was just like, Lord, just show me the me that I need to see that needs to grow or needs to go. That's it. And so I found out that I won, you know, a couple of dollars. I thought it was $20, right? And, you know, I measured the ticket against what was online and I left the ticket. I wasn't even, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll go and I'll go and I'll take a walk in a few days. And so I went and I slammed the ticket on the thing. I was so stupid. I said, all right, you know, I'm a baller. You know, I'm a shot caller. And, um, I just look at this. So what I had said, what I had determined before I left was, um, I will not spend the money that I have in my pocket to get my groceries because I did have to go grocery shopping. And so I said I was going to spend it with the winnings, right? And then (laughs) I slammed the ticket on the thing and I said, listen, I thought I won $23. I said, all right, I want big bills. I want big bills, 10s and 20s, 10s and 20s. Don't play with me. And she took my ticket and I was like, why is she taking so long? Why did, yo, yo, where my ticket at? And I was like, you don't have $20 in the register? And so she comes back and she's count, she's just counting money. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's talking to the customer. I'm like, what are you doing with my money? And so she says, do you know how much what how much you won? I said, yeah, $26. She was like, Tanya, you won $600. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And so listen, listen, listen. So a few things happened before I went to the store. And I was telling my mother, my mother was like, you happy over $20? I said, you don't even know. That little $20-something dollars is more than what I got right now. So, yes, I'm going to be happy for it. You got to be happy for whatever you get, for whatever you have. Because it, it, you won't be primed. You got to prime the pump, baby. You got to rub that thing and say, listen, Alibaba, Expialidocious, whatever. And so I'm walking and my mother was like, what if you want more than you think? I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm just happy for what I got. And she was hysterical. And so when I came back and I slammed all that money down, there's no feeling like that. And why am I telling you this story? I'm telling you because... I hold that feeling in my heart every single day. I even took pictures of the money on the bed, everywhere. I was able to give. I didn't care because my thing was, I was happy with what I won. 
because there was so many times I didn't win before. I was like, wow, all right, I hit the big one. And they know me wherever I go. I would go into the liquor store. And the people who owned the store was like, this girl is never going to buy alcohol from us. Like, I'm the one who walks in the liquor store not to buy liquor, right? I go in there for boxes. I go in there for some of the um, containers and the canisters that they do away with. I come and I take them. It's like this girl, she, she must be saved or crazy or both. But I'm saying all that to say that you have to go into everything with a level of expectation, uh, whether it, you can measure it in joy, in love, in fun, in satisfaction, in excitement. You have to go in knowing that you're coming out a winner because you went in one, right? So I just want you to know that whatever you do, shout out to B. Smith, do it with style, do it with grace, do it with power, do it with urgency, do it with a knowing that God is going to do exactly what you ask him to do, right? And if you have a heart that is expecting more, oh, it comes as more, right? So I just want us to expect more. Whatever you ask, just imagine God. And I don't have to imagine God saying this because I was on a call with um, my coach and um, my business coach. And she said, you know, what if, I don't even remember what she was saying. She said, yeah, she was saying, don't, don't ask God for crumbs. Why would you ask a God who not only has the whole cake, all the ingredients, he got all kinds of sweets and confections that won't rot your teeth out, teeth out. He has so much more and you're asking for crumbs. And she was like, don't ask God for crumbs. So I say, okay, now Lord, I want, I want the hundred K by the end of the week. He said, why not two? I said, okay. He said, why not four? I said, okay. He said, why not five? I was like, come on now. And so I realized in that moment that if I can have the zeal and the confidence to ask for anything outside of the money and God comes to me and says, double it up. And I don't have a problem with that. Then why don't I do that in every area of my life? And it was a huge moment for me in my life because I was scaling back what I wanted. So I just want us to get in a space of whatever you're asking. Shout out to my other coach, Kim McCarter. Whatever you're launching for, if you want a $10,000 launch, make it a $20,000 as your goal, as your task. Because every time you do it, and you're not going to do it one time, you're going to do it repeatedly over and over and over. And when you do it, 
you're going to hit that mark and it's not going to be a shock to you because you already put it out there that you're going to have a $50,000 launch, that you're going to have a $100,000 launch. You can do it. You can do it. So that's me. Those are my thoughts today. You want more business insights uh, in terms of branding and building a bankable business, uh, you can go to um, this station where we are. Uh, you can go to ecmgroups.com and ECM groups all across social media where we give out uh, information about how you can do that. Uh, we're on Spotify and all of the major platforms where podcasts are. Uh, and the name of the show is Just Launch Already. <laughs> from the brand side out and that means to launch from the very core of you as a business as a brand uh or just as a as a human being whatever you do launch that thing from the desire of your heart on a cellular level know that everything that you desire you deserve and every desire that you have you ought to know that it ultimately points back to who you are uh, in the earth realm, which is the light. Take the light, take the love, take the lessons, uh, do good deeds, (laughs) as Dave Meltzer would say, and just live large, man. Live larger than large. Live something so large that you can't even contain it in, in the state that you're in. Ooh, that's a good one live so large that you know it's just acres and acres and acres and you can't even see how much acreage you have just for a moment just think what it's like to live the life of your dreams to go where you want to go do what you want to do help other people get to the next level help them without sometimes wanting anything in return and then one day you just get up and say bow (laughs) I got it until it's made manifest and your dreams are already made manifest. They are in you. You are the manifestation of the dream that you're looking for. And now you just got to walk in it, talk in it, go forth, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. In short, run it like the king that you are. Love you. Bye. Okay, confessions of working on a cell phone. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) Don't cut that out.